you can't take it personally. Maybe they don't want to mix, you know, business with, with friends or family. Maybe, I mean, in a real estate, it's a big transaction. It's a big, like you get into your finances and it's stressful. And maybe they, they are uncomfortable with someone getting that close or knowing those things about them. What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous Podcast. And today I have my good friend, Melissa Mashat on with me today. And we are chatting all things neuro-linguistic programming, otherwise known as NLP, the power of your mindset when it comes to sales and the importance of how to truly follow what feels good. So if you are somebody who maybe is in a job or a career that you don't particularly love, but you like the paycheck, I think you're going to love my conversation with Melissa. So we talk a lot about this idea of golden handcuffs, right? Where you're making great money, but you wake up every single day and you feel like, how is this my life? And you know, you want to make the leap and you want to make the change, but you're stuck and you're paralyzed by fear. And that's exactly where Melissa has been for the past year. And she shares a story of how she's making a complete pivot out of one business into another because it's truly what her soul wants and how she's operating from a place of true alignment. We dive deep into what NLP is and how you can utilize it in all areas of your life. Personally, I'm geeking out over it and I can't wait to learn more and how I can actually use this as a tool in my coaching business, use it for my podcast. I see the power in neuro-linguistic programming and she talks a lot about how NLP can actually be used to increase your self-worth and help remove self-sabotage. And ultimately it is the language of your mind. So when it comes to reprogramming thoughts and beliefs, it's all about getting to the root and not just like the thought, but also physically releasing the mental and emotional release that holds you stuck. Also, Melissa talks about four really, really powerful questions that you can ask yourself in any situation when you are faced with resistance, when you are faced with fear or uncertainty. And these four questions you can literally apply to any area of your life. Melissa shares how to appropriately sell in the DMs, what you can offer, how to lead with value, and how to not take a no personally. So this episode is literally jam-packed. You're going to want to grab your notebooks and... I share a little vulnerable story towards the end that um, I'm kind of laughing about now, but hey, you guys know that I, I share everything openly and honestly with you as I move through this journey called life. So Melissa is the founder of Realign Coaching and Consulting. After experiencing the transformation that occurs when you find clarity for what you truly want and are in alignment with your values, 
Melissa is a certified neuro-linguistic programming master practitioner and mental and emotional release specialist and possesses a deeper understanding of what's really preventing someone from reaching their goals. With more than 10 years of sales experience, over 100 million in volume sold in residential real estate and more than eight years being educated by multiple coaching organizations and mentors, Melissa understands how to build and grow a business in any market and how your mindset can control your outcome and results. Let's dive into my episode with Melissa. All right, Melissa, I'm so pumped for this conversation. And I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you and your boldly courageous move. You slid right into my DMs and pitched yourself to me to be on my podcast, even though we know each other. And I really just want to acknowledge that because I don't think people do that enough. And I just, I just really appreciate that. So thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for acknowledging it. Cause I'm not going to lie as much as, you know, I DM you all the time. It still took me like avoiding it and days to be like, suck it up. I can do this. It's not as scary as I'm making it out to be. And I just find it so funny that we overcomplicate things or make things more, you know, scary than they are really are in the first place. <laughs> 100%. I feel like that's like, that could be the theme of my whole life. Like you're making this more complicated than it needs to be. Right. <laughs> so on that note, what is one boldly courageous thing you've done recently? Oh man. So I would say boldly courageous would be uh, I am retiring from real estate sales as of December 31st. So two weeks left that I will allow myself to actually work with clients buying and selling homes. Uh, and anyone who comes in new, I am having my team help them. And that has been a long time in the making. Wow. Now that's a, that's bold because you've built a very significant income in real estate. So what prompted this, this pivot for you? So I would say it's been years that I have realized real estate sales, the sales side of it was not really my calling or my passion or what I'm meant to be doing. I love leadership. I love mindset, coaching, speaking, teaching, and it just was no longer in alignment with me. And so it absolutely has taken time to, to build the team, build a business that I can delegate to and lead them uh, so I would say it's really going all in on this new venture of, of mindset and NLP and teaching and just helping other entrepreneurs get out of their own way. And mm. I've been stuck there too. So, so it means, you know, I know what it's like, and I know now I have something that can help people get back into action and actually go make what they want happen. Okay. So I, first of all, I love this, right? Obviously this is like solid gold. It's so juicy, right? Because I know there's a lot of women listening that are in a similar situation where they have this like really cushy nine to five corporate job, right? That they've been doing for however long. And even though real estate's not corporate, it's still cushy. You have money coming in, it's consistent. And there's this, you know, these golden handcuffs, right? But you don't feel fulfilled, right? So you know, I know so many people would stay, especially in this type of an environment where there's so much uncertainty with our political landscape and small businesses and all the things where people would say, you know what, I should probably just do the quote unquote safe thing and stay as opposed to doing what my soul wants. So how did that process look for you? Because I know there's women listening going, well, how the fuck did she do that? Like, and how can I do it? <laughs> right. So what did that look yeah. like for you? 
So, so I would say there's definitely a, a faster process that you could do and not take, you know, six years or however long it, it's taking you. And a big one for me is that it really is looking into that future self and looking into like, what is my life going to look like if I'm still doing this a year from now, if I'm still doing this two years from now, because by the way, I get, I, I'm going to guess if you are in the cushy job, that's safe and you're like, whatever, I'll just stay. I'm going to just go on a limb and guess that you might be complaining about it. You might be annoyed by it, frustrated by it. Like, what is your quality of life? Like, what are the conversations you're having around it? I had no idea. Like it was almost unconscious that I was complaining about selling real estate for the past six plus years. And in my mind, it was only the past couple years that I've been complaining and I don't want to do this anymore, but I don't know what else I'm going to do or how am I going to do it? Right. All those conversations or doubts. And someone pointed out to me like, Melissa, you've been, you've been talking about hating it for like, as long as I've known you. And that's definitely been over like six years. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, wow. that's horrible. That is not how I want to be showing up. That is not the life I want to be living. So yeah, it might seem safe or be those golden handcuffs, but what is your quality of life? Because I'm going to guess that it's it's not as good as it could be if you actually made the jump. Mm. Isn't that crazy how like these things just kind of creep up on you? It's not like it happened overnight and then you wake up one day and yeah, when you have that awareness of your thoughts and the words that you're speaking, you're like, holy shit, how did I get to this point where like, I'm not happy? Like, how did I even get to this point? Or you just wake up in the morning and you're like, how is this my life? <laughs> exactly. And I, I, I mean, I am a classic like, textbook burnout case where I thought moving away was going to solve my problems. I thought just, you know, up and leaving. I thought maybe if I, you know, just live in the forest and don't do anything like <laughs> and, and, literally. And I hear people say it, like, I just want to move to the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, yeah, that's, a, that's a sign that you're out of alignment. That something mm. is just not, it's not what you really want to be doing. Right. So you've made this decision, which uh, congrats, that's amazing. Right. And I'm sure it feels scary, but also exciting at the same time. I know what that feels like. So what's next for you? Where are you going from here? So it's, it's a constant work in progress. So I'm still, that's the difference. I'm not completely leaving real estate. I still run and lead my team. I still coach agents in my office. Like that's that's still happening. I think the difference is transitioning it to align with my values and my purpose and what I want to be doing with my life and creating an environment that does support it. Uh, so the next step is really going full on in this teaching, speaking, online courses, coaching uh, full time, just really put my energy into it instead of, you know, splitting it between like 10 different things right now. I've always found that whenever I try and split my energy, I get mediocre results, right? Whether it's relationships or businesses or projects or whatever it is. And by going all in on the one thing and doing it really, really well, it, it brings you so much peace. Like it brings you so much peace and focus and clarity and simplicity and alignment. So I love that you... I love that you're sharing that. Okay. So let's talk more about your coaching business because you do something really, really cool and unique called NLP or neuro linguistic programming. Is that correct? It is. Okay. Let's dive into that. So for those that, I mean, I've heard of it and it's been like coming into my awareness a lot. So I'm like, hmm, maybe I should like think about doing this more um, professionally, but for those that maybe are new to NLP, can you share a little bit more about what it is and how it works? 
Absolutely. So neuro-linguistic programming is basically the language of your mind. It's the, the neurology, right? So in your body, the language of what you're saying to yourself, what you're saying to others, your thoughts, your beliefs. To me, it really is how our unconscious mind is, is running the show. And we don't even realize that's happening and how those beliefs, how those doubts, those fears, the things that happen in our life, growing up, whatever it may be, we all have a story. We all have things that we've experienced in life, some more traumatic than others. And at the same time, it still affects how we're showing up in the world, the reality we're creating, the life we're creating, what's holding us back. So to me, it's, and it's even in sales too, the language of sales, the language of communication. Uh, so there's so much to it that I had been introduced to it in a real estate sales script context. And I had no idea it had this whole mind reprogramming thought belief piece of it that, that I learned, you know, later down the road in training just over a year ago, where I was like, how are we not all talking about this? Cause it's powerful stuff. Mm, yeah. I've been exposed to it from a sales perspective, right? I've heard trainings done on how you can like sell from stage sell products using more of an uh, NLP uh, like slant, but more recently, a few of my friends have been getting trained up in it and I'm seeing them like break boards with their hands and have like mega like breakthroughs in their lives. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize that NLP was that deep. So could you give me an example, maybe for you Mm -hmm. of a thought or belief that you had prior and now with NLP, like you've been able to shift? That's a good one. So there's, there's a lot. And I'll tell you right now, even doing the work more pop up, right? So it's not like I've, you know, released them all. And and now I'm great for life. I'm still human. And that was something I had to learn was that things will always come up as you're growing and as you're developing. The biggest one though, I find, and most people have it is around worthiness and self-worth and am I good enough? And do I know what I'm doing? And like just this story that's been replaying in my mind of that doubt of it's almost like it it manifested itself as like self-sabotage. So for me, that was kind of the story I was playing out in my life is, you know, maybe I'm not smart enough. Maybe I don't know what I'm doing to run this business. I say I want to be an entrepreneur and run a business, but it's not working. So that must mean, you know, I suck or it's, you know, it's me failing kind of it, anything I'm doing. Like, I know I meant for big things, but why am I not making them happen? And so the big thing with my NLP, they call it a breakthrough session where you really dig deep to figure out what is that root cause that, that deep, deep belief that is literally playing out in, and that's what we don't realize it's manifesting and playing out in our lives in ways that we don't even consciously see it. So this feeling of unworthiness or not being good enough, or, you know, do I know what I'm doing? All those doubts was playing up in my relationships is playing up, showing up in my career. It was showing up in the choices I was making in me holding myself back, not playing full out. And the way that we transform that was, was figuring out what it was in the first place and then doing the release work around it to kind of untangle all of the things that I had created because of it. So it, it gets deep and there's a lot of release work that needs to happen too. I love this. So when you say release work, cause I, cause I'm like, this is like my zone right here. I'm like, yes, <laughs> give me all the things. Right. 
Um, and I talk a lot with people around this idea that everything in life comes back to a belief, right? Our entire reality is created from our belief system that drive our actions that create our results, right? So if you want a different result, you come back to the belief level, right? And that sounds very similar to what you're sharing. So when you talk about release work, can you be share a little bit more about what that is? What does that look like? So there's, I'm learning there's a lot of different trainers and styles of NLP. And the one that I went through, they do something specific called mental and emotional release technique. And it's actually kind of, it gets deep. It's like a timeline therapy of going back again, this is all talking to your unconscious mind. Cause we store things even in our body, pain, headaches, you name it. We're actually storing emotions, negative emotions, these beliefs, past things, like we're actually holding on to them in a way that we don't, again, we don't realize we're doing it. And so with mental emotional release, it's going back and it's releasing the main, main negative emotions. So you have anger, sadness, fear, guilt, shame, anxiety, like you're going through kind of a, it's almost like a guided meditation. You could call it maybe a little bit hypnotherapy and it's taking someone through to figure out what is the root cause where this all started in the first place? Where did anger come? And it, this might sound a little out there, but you just got to trust the process and trust your unconscious mind that I'm going to ask you, was it before, during, or after your birth? And I think a lot of people don't really understand that there are things, it could be genealogical, passed down through generations, family trauma, whether you believe in past life or not, it's it's symbolic and it's meant to really figure out what was the first event that if we were to release it and remove that negative emotion, that it would almost like cause everything else to disappear. And it's a cool process. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I've done this before. I just didn't know that I was doing NLP work. So this is powerful stuff. Like this is really powerful. So I can see how, you know, whenever to kind of bring this back to the beginning of the conversation, whenever you're taking that leap and you're stepping into the unknown fear comes up. Right. And, and I know, um, I shared this on the podcast before that like a core wound of mine is safety and it shows up with money. It shows up in relationships. Right. And and it's deep, right? So whenever we're walking through the fire, whether it's leaving a relationship or moving or starting a network marketing company or transitioning from one career to another, I would imagine, because I know that this is true for me, that uh, all of those fears and the beliefs come up and it's programmed from these like childhood wounds or old traumas that we've had. And it sounds like NLP gives you tools to actually navigate through that in a way that feels more supportive, that feels a little bit safer and almost like reminds you that you're in control and you get to shift this energy if you choose to. Exactly. And I think that's, what's so powerful about it is I felt like a personal develop. I kind of still am a personal development junkie. Like I go to all the trainings and the seminars and I want to learn. And a lot of that was coming from a place of wanting to like fix myself. Cause I thought something was wrong with me and I must be broken and it's not working. And what I love about NLP is that they literally give you the tools to be empowered, to make that change, to do something about it. It's the first training I went to where I walked away with that transformation and tools of what I could actually implement moving forward. Because I find that a lot of times you go to events and no offense, they have a purpose, they're great. But whether you walk on fire, you break through that board, you do something where you're like, oh my gosh, I am invincible. I can do anything I set my mind to, but you don't actually deal with the real issue or you don't get into the root and do anything with it. You get back home and you're like, 
why am I still scared to pick up the phone or why am I still not working out? Like why I know I can do this, but like, I'm still not doing it. And that is probably one of the most frustrating places you can be is self-aware and you're like, and it's still happening. <laughs> yes. It's like this hamster wheels, like groundhog day over and over. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I know it's there. I'll do it tomorrow. Okay. So now how can we leverage this type of awareness and these tools from a sales perspective, because aside from the empowerment work that you do and the mindset stuff, you're a ninja when it comes to sales and making sales fun. And we have so many women that listen to the show that are terrified of selling, you know, they're afraid of rejection. What if it doesn't work out? They've tried a couple different network marketing companies. And I know, I know it's not about them not being a great salesperson. It's a belief, right? So how does NLP play out from a sales perspective? So I would say it is, it's mastering communication. And I think that's where so many people psych themselves out is I'm a terrible salesperson. I hear all the time. I'm not pushy. I don't want to be a pushy salesperson. And my response is good. I hope you don't want to be a pushy salesperson because nobody wants that sleazy, you know, used car salesman forcing you to do something you don't want to do. If that's what sales is, then no, I agree with you. That sounds horrible. So I think the first thing with NLP is something we call reframing, which is kind of like re, you know, contextualizing, re, like changing the context of what you're thinking in the first place. So to me, the secret of being a ninja salesperson is actually empathy and listening and caring about the other person. And my question always is, do you even know what that person wants or needs? Do you know their goals? Do you know their fears? Do you know what they're looking for? And is what you're offering a solution to help them get there? Amen to that. You are speaking my language. And, um, you know, I talk all the time about sales on here and it's about service, right? It's about that equal energy exchange of how can I serve you? Like, what are your pain points? And people don't buy your product. They don't care about the product. They want to know the transformation and how you can get them out of pain. So how can someone leverage this type of awareness, let's say in the DMs, right? So you have this person, you're connecting in the DMs and you want to transition from like a chit chat conversation and bring up the business. So how could you use maybe some tools or word choices to actually transition from like a Hey girl conversation to a sales conversation without it feeling icky? I I love that you even asked that because I can see through when someone texts me or DMs me and it's that, Hey girl, like, Ooh. how are you? And I'm like, no, don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> like, I, I know what you're doing and just get to the point or, or leave me alone. And I know I'm a little harsh with that, but, uh, the, the, the key to that is knowing, first of all, what is it that you're offering? What is the value that you're bringing and, and leading with that. So even when I, I pitched you, it wasn't, Hey, Melissa, how's the move going? How are you doing? Hope all is well. And then you're like, yeah, things are great. Thanks so much. And I'm like, yeah. And by the way, uh, I wanted to know if I could be on your podcast, you'd be like, okay. Me. Uh, awkward. No. Yeah. Like, no, no, thanks. I'm good. Uh, so the difference is we, we did build a little bit of relationship. I have been DMing and talking to you and following you for some time. And the, the, I'm pretty sure what I even sent was like, I would love the opportunity to help bring value to mm -hmm. your audience. And you talk about values and you talk about alignment and that is speaking my language. That is my thing. I am all about clarity and alignment and 
what can I do to, you know, would you consider it, right? Like what, Mm -hmm. what's the conversation we could have that would help your, your audience the most? I know this would help them. It wasn't a fake, like, let me do a a quick, you know, try to pretend like I care about what's happening in your life and then I'll switch it over. Mm -hmm. So I think coming with value, coming with, Hey, I saw you're struggling with this, or you are looking to get healthy in the new year. And I just wanted to let you know that there's something that's completely changed my life. And by taking it, this is what happened. And I know it's, it sounds like you're trying to get the same result. And I'd love the opportunity to just share with you so that you can learn more and see if this is something that can help you on your journey. So powerful. I actually have the DM in front of me and I'm going to read it because I think it's really important for people to hear the word choices and, you know, exactly how you pitched yourself, which is almost what you just said. You said, I would love to bring value to your audience and I can deep dive into alignment and how our unconscious is running the show, whether we are aware of it or not. And some signs and symptoms were actually out of alignment and don't realize it. I can also go into the mindset of sales and how to increase results and sales with ease and flow if that helps too. Let me know if any of this would interest you or would be helpful. And I really appreciate it. You, I'm like, yes, I want all of that because you know my audience. You've obviously done your research. You know exactly what my show is all about. And the first thing that you said was, I would love to bring value to your audience. And I think that, in this day and age where everyone is online now. I mean, with 2021 coming, network marketing, online sales, it's gonna be, it's gonna be crowded, meaning like there's going to be competition. And for those people that really focus on leading with value and leading with the relationship and leading with like, how can I help and serve? those are the ones that are going to stand out. Right. And even for the newbies listening, like there's still an opportunity for you to have massive success. If you take the time to learn this stuff now, like I wish that someone would have taught me this when I first started. So I didn't have to figure it out the hard way, like, you know, throwing spaghetti on the wall and seeing what sticks. (laughs) I I think another thing with sales, especially if you're new to it or network marketing or whatever you're doing it's, it's not taking things personally, which I know is a lot easier said than done, but it's not taking a no personally to me. That's not real rejection. Maybe it's just not right now. Maybe I don't have something that could truly help your audience at this moment, but it's not a personal, like, I can't believe my friends aren't using me or I can't believe my, you know, friends and family you know, with real estate, it was like, I can't believe they went and bought a house with somebody else. Like, and I tell agents all the time, you can't take it personally. Maybe they don't want to mix, you know, business with, with friends or family. Maybe, I mean, in a real estate, it's a big transaction. It's a big, like you get into your finances and it's stressful. And maybe they, they are uncomfortable with someone getting that close or knowing those things about them. Sometimes you don't see the best side of people when they're in a high stress situation. And I've seen it ruin friendships, family, relationships, you name it, because because they did, it went sideways, something went wrong. So I think that we just have to stop taking things so personally. And to me, it's someone saying no, thank you, or no, or hanging up on me. That's not rejection. That's just, okay, that's another person who is going to get me one step closer to the one who's going to say yes. I think rejection is such a huge driver for people. There's so much fear around it. And kind of to our earlier point, like it, it's obviously stemming from something from childhood, maybe it's acceptance or embarrassment or worthiness. You know, there's a, there's a root cause to 
rejection. Mm -hmm. And I was literally having this conversation with a friend the other day about choose your own adventure books. I don't know if you remember those, but um, so when I was a kid growing up, we had these really cool books. They were called choose your own adventure. And you would read like the first chapter. And at the end of the chapter, you got to decide what was the next step that the hero took. And if it was like route A or step A, you would go to this page in the book. And if it was option B, you would go to this page. And then if it was option C, you'd go to this page, right? So literally you got to be in control of the story and you got to choose which path the hero takes. And I think in life and business, especially with sales and, and whatnot, we we immediately default to option A, which is typically the worst case scenario. This person hates me. They think I'm crazy. I suck at this. And it's, it's because we've been programmed from whatever, like a younger age, right? But what is another option? What's another possibility? What's another story or scenario that could be going on in this moment? And I think it's so important, especially when it comes to sales in this context, like you're saying, is to kind of pause for a second and ask like, well, what's another possibility? Like maybe they didn't choose me because they prefer not to mix business with pleasure. Maybe they didn't choose me because this person had already been talking to them before I had, and they felt well, like who knows, right? We don't know. We don't don't know. And we can't assume. And I think I love those adventure books too, right? Like which one? So to me, a lot of it too is so I have a couple questions that I ask myself that I'd love to share. And I think yes. it helps everyone yes, yes, yes. like get them through this. And I also want to say, what's the worst that could happen, especially if it's something in a DM or if it's over the phone, like they don't answer and we're human. Our brain, by the way, is hardwired to focus on the negative. It's hardwired to focus on what we don't want. It must be me. Oh my gosh, I suck. Like, why did, I mean, I think it even took you a little bit of time to get back. And I was already like, oh crap, did I just shoot myself in the foot? Maybe that wasn't the right pitch. Like I even started overanalyzing like, (laughs) oh God, I'm making up all these stories of, you know, maybe she's not interested. That was awkward. Like, what could I have done better? Like I went there too. I think that's, that's called being human. I think that's normal. The, the key though, is having a tool or something to come like snap you out of it because going down that spiral is not going to serve you in any way. It's Mm -hmm. not going to help you. Uh, So my favorite four questions, the first one is what is causing me to feel this way? And sometimes you have to ask yourself, whether you journal, whether you just ask yourself out loud, you have to stop long enough to let the answer pop up because it will, the answers are within us. They're stored in our unconscious. And if the problem is we're in go mode 24 seven and hustle and grind and, you know, just keep going that we don't stop long enough to listen. Mm. Uh, So number one is what is causing me to feel this way? embarrassed. Oh my gosh. What if she hates me? I don't know. Maybe I just feel stupid. Like I feel stupid. Okay. So that's, what's causing me to feel this way is I just kind of feel dumb right now that I put myself out there and I took a risk. I mean, you could use this for anything, by the way, if it's scared to pick up the phone and make a call, or if it is scared to DM someone, what's causing you to feel this way. This works by the way, if you're avoiding like exercise Mm -hmm. or anything you're avoiding in life, this works. (laughs) So Number one, what's causing me to feel this way? Number two, what outcome am I avoiding? Oh, that's good. You're avoiding things for a reason, whether it's fear, whether it is fear of success. What if it works and I don't have my shit together and people are going to realize I'm a complete disaster behind the scenes. 
It could be, what if they say yes? And like, I don't know what to do. What if they say no? And I feel rejected and like, I, I, you know, whatever it may be. So number two is like, what outcome am I avoiding? And then this is where you have to switch your mind to stop focusing on the negative. And number three is what do I actually want? So I want to build my business. In this case, I want to get the message out there that entrepreneurs and women do not have to beat themselves up all the time and feel like crap when in reality, they're just not in alignment and they're doing something that does not exactly line up with their purpose. And I know what it feels like to be on the other side of that. So what I want is to speak up and get the message out there so we don't you know, beat ourselves up all the time. Mm-hmm. It could be, I want to make more money so I can do whatever it is, build, uh, you know, move. If it's build a business, have my own income, my independence, whatever that may be. So what is it that you actually want? And then the fourth is what is the first step to make it happen? Even this. if it's small, even if it's small. So what's the first step? Cause when you ask that, you know, the answer, like, you know, the answer is pick up the phone or, you know what, I just want to eat healthy. So, so I'm going to pick up something a little healthier tonight, or I'm going to go for a walk or Mm -hmm. I'm going to DM you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to drink more water today. Yes. I, these are so powerful. I'm a, I love journal prompts. Like they're my life and my love language. And it really is amazing what happens when you can reflect, like give yourself space to reflect Um, and these four questions, I can see how freaking powerful they are to get you out of like, I I imagine my brain being a bowl of spaghetti and that's kind of where our thoughts go, right. Of like, like you start spiraling, like one thought leads to another. I mean, I've literally had this experience this week, um, you know, fear around moving and paying more for rent. And did I make a mistake? And what am I doing here? And it's, you know, I have to buy everything is brand new and like, and you're, it feels like spaghetti. Right. And just these four questions, I can, I can already feel in my body, just listening to you ask them, I can feel my anxiety drop when I think about whatever is coming up for me in terms of scarcity around money or fear or, you know, whatever it is. And because it takes you through a logical process of unraveling the spaghetti and seeing like point A to point B in a logical way, as opposed to like feeling scattered. And this works for overwhelm. This also works really well for anxiety. And I had crippling anxiety and would get panic attacks and didn't want to leave my house and just some really over the top, ridiculous things again, coming from, you know, my life and childhood and you name it. And the only thing you would change for anxiety is instead of uh, what's the first step to make it happen. It's what outcome do I actually want to happen? Because anxiety is a fear of something unknown or bad in the future. And we're actually playing it out in our heads, that worst case scenario. And mine was very, you know, not pleasant. So my worst case scenario, kind of what you said, like how to do a safety and, you know, not um, keeping myself safe and, you know, not dying or something extreme like that. And the question is, okay, instead of all the horrible outcomes I'm predicting, if I drive or travel or whatever it may be, like, I just want to get home safely. Mm-hmm. So why am I not just visualizing like that outcome that I actually want that everything's yes. fine and I am going to be home fine. And this is what it's going to feel like when I get there. And it really helped me. And there's a little visualization that you can add to that, 
but it's what out, what, what is the outcome you actually want to happen? Yes. Okay. So I can, I'm going to use this, um, because I'm not, I, I am, oh, how do I, oh gosh. Okay. I'm going to say this. So I'm on some dating apps right now and mm-hmm. I've been noticing my energy and like this idea of rejection, right. Of like me rejecting other people or being rejected and not matching or people not messaging back or whatever. And I'm not, it's like an interesting experience of enoughness, old wounds, rejection, hurting other people's feelings, expectations, all the, all the stuff. It's a big giant bowl of spaghetti and not the good kind of spaghetti, like the gross Mm -hmm. kind, like with jarred (laughs) sauce that you're like, this is gross. And so these four questions, I'm totally going to apply this right now to my experience with like online dating and like, just, you know, that whole thing. So I thank you for that. (laughs) Welcome. And there's some cool, we can talk later. I can do it now, but there's some cool NLP tricks to help kind of attract that Mm. ideal person into your life as well. Let's do that. I want to do that because I think there's so many parallels. We're going to go there. Uh, hi, asking for a friend. Yes. There are so (laughs) many parallels between dating and sales. And I think, you know, I have a lot of people that I talk to, they're like, well, like, how do I find my ideal client? And we go through niche exercises, right. Of like, who's your dream client. And it's the same process that you would go through, like trying to find your dream best friend or your dream partner in life. So let's go there. Cause I think it's relative, right. Absolutely. And you just touched on it. It's getting clear about what you actually want in the first place. And we do it all the time for business. We do it all the time for our ideal client. And I think we completely forget that this is the exact same thing to do for finding a relationship, finding a partner, finding a new tribe, new friends. So it's writing out all of the characteristics, all of the traits, all of the all of the things, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual about your ideal partner. So when you get really clear on that Mm -hmm. and you visualize it and you can see it and you can feel it and you're like, hold on a second, like not just physical, people can make mistakes by only focusing on physical and emotionally, energetically, mentally, it is not a match and it doesn't work because they were only focused on one area. So you have to do it for all areas and really like call in that, that dream person and then release the attachment from it. Mm, That's the hardest part, right? Is releasing attachment for sure. Yes. This magical unicorn, like who is this magical unicorn, right? And then just getting into that feeling of as if it's already done. So you don't even have to worry about it. This is something that my coach helped me with when it came to moving and manifesting my apartment and the money, it was like, what would it feel like if it was already just done? Like, could it be fun and easy as opposed to anxious and scary? And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. It gets to be easy and fun. <laughs> so here's the cool part is I, I know you well enough to know that when you do this and you really map it up, you map it out, you ask yourself those questions, it's going to happen really fast. So, Ooh. so buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. All right, Melissa. So if people want more information on all of the amazing things that you offer, they want to get into like your energy. They want to know more about how to make sales fun and easy and to live and serve from a place of alignment. How can they connect with you? So Instagram is probably where I spend too much of my time. So at Melissa Michat is uh, definitely a place you can find me. DM me. I am happy to answer questions and talk about this all day long. And you can also, if you want to be on my VIP list, uh, there's some really cool things I'm going to be launching in the new year. And so if you want to be first to know, you can text VIP 
to 833-480-0397. Amazing. And we will link that in the show notes, guys. Make sure you text Melissa because she's just obviously a wealth of knowledge and whatever it is that you're launching. I'm sure people are going to want to be a part of that. Who doesn't want to be on the VIP list, right? Right. No, thank you so much. And it actually, it's kind of funny. We're ending on this because it's all about how to attract your perfect admin. Oh, everyone needs a good admin. Can I just say that I had such a hard time, like biting the bullet and hiring in my business. And because of all these fears of like, I can just do it myself. And why would I pay somebody to do that? And I had fear around separating the money and like releasing control. And I had to like catch myself and I had to create a new belief that no, someone can actually do it better, right? Someone actually can do it better than me. And um, so this is going to be juicy. So for you you girls, you guys, you people, you humans out there, let me tell you what, like investing in an assistant or an admin or an OBM will literally yield you more money. Like it will make you more money. So you're going to want to get on that VIP list so that Melissa can help guide you through that. I love that. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. This was such an awesome conversation. If you guys love it, make sure you give Melissa a follow, opt into her VIP text list and share this episode with someone that you think would love it. So last question, Melissa, what are you celebrating right now? I am celebrating that this is actually all happening and the, the life I've been dreaming of, all the things I've said I've wanted, all, all the things are actually, I have to stop long enough to even acknowledge that like, it is actually happening as we speak. It's just when you're in it, sometimes you don't see how far you've come or you don't see all the goodness around you. And lately it's been a huge moment of like, this is it. And, and I did call this in and attract it. And, and wrote, I wrote it out beginning of August. And I'm not kidding. I have to tell you this really fast. I literally was like, I'm missing key relationships. I'm missing people in my life. I'm missing these connections. And I, my coach had me do this, write out exactly what I want. I'm not kidding. I said, I want like spiritual unicorns, but strategy, go-getter, badass entrepreneurs. And I was looking at your story and I'm not kidding. Like that week, I saw Lauren Salon's PR group that you were talking about. And that led, and then Fast Foundations. And all of a sudden, these things just started showing up in my face where I was like, oh, here it is. Okay, I said I wanted it. Let's do it. And it's changed everything. Hell yes, girl. I freaking love that. And congratulations. And again, I just want to acknowledge you and your willingness to do the work, right? Because you set the example for so many other women in your life that say, okay, if she can do it, I can do it. And you know what? You don't have to have the entire roadmap. You just need to know that first step. So that's amazing. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. So freaking awesome. All right, guys, sending you all so much love. Make sure you give Melissa a follow. And until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. Bye guys. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.